Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Chanel, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, where I'm going to be streaming some Cyberpunk 2077, and you may or may not see full frontal nudity there and uh, copyrighted songs. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm playing fast and loose with the Twitch channel here, man. Oh my goodness, could be our last second, the last stream then. It could be, it could be. Anyways, could be. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's that. This Sunday, uh, there's a possibility that we're going to be live streaming our reactions to Triple Mania. Well, first of all, it's on Saturday. Saturday. Oh, you told me Sunday the other day. Okay, no, so I Saturday. No, I told you night. Saturday. Saturday. It's always nah, been Saturday. Five o'clock Sunday. Saturday. That's why I was surprised. I was like, wait, it's Sunday. That's weird. So it's Saturday now. All right, we'll see. It's always been Saturday. I know, but then you said Sunday, and I was like, oh, what the heck? You know, I trust you for these things, man. Anyway, so Saturday now at 5 p.m. They've changed the date to Saturday at 5 p.m. Uh, where we're going to, unfortunately, not co-stream it because uh, Triple AAA doesn't have their media email working anymore. Um, that gets kicked back. I wanted to see if we can co-stream it. Yeah, odds were long that was going to happen anyways. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, there's a whole language barrier thing. I don't know. I know Spanish, but a little bit. So, uh, yeah, maybe join us for that if we're around. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Mr. Dope is going to have a New Year's Eve party. So on, <laughs> on his discord. So check that out. Hey, uh, Joe might... here in chat says hyped for AAA. So we at least got one person who's excited about it. That's cool. No, that's good. I'm just not because we can't co-stream it. That bums me out. We'll make, big we'll time. make it work. It'll still like what fun. the hell? Why would they just change everything just like that? We got this, we got a virtual landscape. It's constantly evolving. We got to go to we got to go to their YouTube channel. See if there's anything on their YouTube channel that says yes. We permit. Oh, I doubt streaming. that. Hundred percent doubt that. Anyways, there was an AEW night. I thought it was a really fun show. Uh, kind of uh, oddly enough, the weakest part of the whole show was was the Kenny Omega bit. Why didn't they I just hoping, run? Why didn't they just run what they did on Impact? I mean, because Don Callis virtually verbatim said what he said on Impact. I mean, I, to a degree, I understand because. AEW's audience is larger than Impact's, despite yeah. you know Impact pulling in like their largest streaming uh, audience, I would guess ever. But I don't have evidence to back that up. That's just what I'm guessing. Um, so I, I get wanting to explain backstory, motivation, so on and so forth, but to do it in uh, the virtual, a virtually identical way he did on Impact for those of us who tuned into Impact, it's kind of felt like a nothing segment. And then yeah. Kenny on Impact was promising some sort of announcement tonight. Rather than make any sort of announcement to advance the story, Don Callis interrupted him and just wanted to do the thing again. And I that understand was, that yeah. again to a degree. That's that's the way to get heel heap. Oh, it just felt like it felt like a throwaway two minute segment when you have the first time your new champion has spoken on your show to kind of make it feel kind of throwaway for those of us who actually watched Impact. That wasn't to me. Yeah, the the biggest thing was he. I thought specifically said last night at Impact he would have an announcement of some sort. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was no announcement. I thought he was going to no, officially teased say it. he teased it. He teased it. He's like, I'm, you know, uh, we, I'm going to talk about. I don't know the exact words. I'll look them in the, in, the, in the notes. But he teased that he was going to do something, and Don Callis interrupted him. Yeah, I mean, he he made he made he actually made more of a declaration last night, even if it was somewhat sort of, you know, cryptic. 
when he talked about collecting stuff. He didn't outright say, I'm going to go around collecting titles, but he sort of made that in his He said, hey, maybe I'll take the one here in Impact. You guys have a mm-hmm. great champion here. They already have a relationship with NWA. It's not out of the realm of possibility to think that that could be a po- you know something. Aldis has had mm-hmm. that title for a long time. He gave it up to Cody for a spell to get NWA some rub. I'm sure they'd love some more of that. So they could do that. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's other promotions that would totally be down to work with them. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. This it was kind of I was I was disappointed, and you know I, we're just we're look. I'll put it this way. I kind of feel like we're starting with like the low part of the show. I thought the rest of the show tonight was a lot of fun. Oh, tons of fun. I, I love the stuff with Sting and Cody. I thought that was great. Same. Um, I thought all the matches were 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 pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, the the inner circle ultimatum thing was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it's 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 literally the only thing I had any sort of quibble with was the the segment with their top champion. Otherwise, I thought the show across the board was a lot of fun. They advanced stories. Yeah. And uh, the main event I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, just all, all around a really fun show. Yeah, same. Uh, who is this here in, in our Twitch chat? Duckman100174 said, I get the feeling, and this is entirely possible, and it wouldn't shock me. He says, I get the feeling they were taken aback by the response to the Impact appearance. They aren't sure how to move forward yet. I wonder if they're, if that's a possibility because the impact thing, I mean, it really, they were like number four trending like mm-hmm. well into the night on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is kind mm-hmm. of a big deal. Yeah, um, massive deal. And if this is only supposed to be kind of like a short, a very short term thing. And based on the reception, you know, it seems if it seems beneficial for all parties to make this a longer term thing, but they're not sure exactly what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Combination of that plus, giving AEW's audience who maybe didn't check out Impact an idea of the storyline aspects of things that they did explain on Impact. I get it. Just yeah. rephrase things. There's whole sentences that Don Callis uh, rehashed verbatim from Impact. You word for word. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, like, just mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, um, Broken Wheelchair has a good point here. Uh, I've never seen New Japan, so I'm not familiar with Kenny before AEW. So I'm not familiar with his clothes, uh, cleaner gimmick, but this whole angle to me uh, has just been an excuse to take more shots at WWE. I don't necessarily agree with the second part of that, but the, the first part brings up a decent question. Um, AEW, I believe, sort of, you know, the all-in thing, the way they got their start, I would be shocked if most of the people who got who jumped on board early on didn't know much about New Japan. They, they brought a lot of New Japan audience with them, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. any evidence to back that up. It just makes sense. Um, at this point, though, they've been around for over a year now. I do believe that they have added plenty of people who might not have seen New Japan stuff before. Mm-hmm. I wonder if more uh, uh, of an exposition, more explanation for his transformation for who the cleaner really is. Obviously, they can't have they can't get footage from New Japan that we know of at this point. They're two different companies, um, but. You know, AEW is pretty good at those kind of documentary type things. It wouldn't, you mm-hmm. know, it probably wouldn't hurt mm-hmm. to get a better understanding because as he's just been presented, I'm not terribly impressed with the character stuff of Kenny Omega since he sort of made the switch to bad guy. Like some and of it I'm has worked. Of, the promos yeah. so far have not really worked great. I'm kind of surprised they're letting Don Callis take the lead on the promo aspect of things because Kenny, as we saw as cleaner in New Japan, can deliver really good promos. Yeah, it's a different beast, though, isn't it? You know, I mean, being live on American TV versus, you know, because, I mean, his cleaner, it's, there's a lot more of them now. You know, you're on TV every week doing promos, where in New Japan, you're on, like, once a month, you know, maybe closing out the show doing a promo. Yeah, there is there There's a bit of a difference, and it, it doesn't shock, because Callis is really good on the mic. He is really good, yeah. I'm, just, Kenny, I'm not saying I'm, I'm yeah. surprised that, that Callis is talking at all. I'm just surprised that he is taking the lead on a lot of the granted small sample size. It's two, it's two appearances. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, I can't remember where the report came from, but something about Don Callis, uh, you know, maybe coming aboard at, at AEW to be, be Kenny's manager, if you will. Yeah. Um, if they're that's, laying the groundwork for that. That's one aspect I actually, just me personally, I really like. I think Callis is, is much better than Kenny on the mic. Um, and I think they have kind of 
that same chemistry that we used to get with when Heyman and Punk were teamed up together, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. guys who go back a long way. Um, and I mean, it's always I think fun Kenny have... is only only gets the benefit from that. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I think I think it's it could be fun given if the chemistry is right when someone who doesn't need someone to do the talking for them mm-hmm. has someone that can do the talking for sure, them. Sure, yeah, yeah. And you know, Heyman and Punk is a good example. Obviously, Punk doesn't need anybody, yeah, to do the talking for him. But the fact that he had Heyman to play off of for that stretch mm-hmm. uh, yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, the other high point of the show you sort of mentioned it was uh, well, I mean, there was a couple there there were a couple of storylines moving well, along. Sting stuff was great. The Sting stuff I thought was really really strong. Um, he, I think, the thing that just most stands out is just how happy he is to be in the spiritual successor to WCW. I mean, he was the franchise of that promotion. And, uh, you know, he made a point not to go to WWE for a very long time. And mm-hmm. finally, when he did, they used him to job out to Triple H. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't a good time for him there, as he's sort of mentioned, you know, in the recent uh, recently. Uh, it, it, you know, for him to 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 talk up Tony the way he did, uh, Tony Schiavone the way he did, uh, you know, Cody seemed, I don't want to say starstruck because I don't think Cody gets that way, but Cody obviously was very happy to have Sting there as well. It was a really cool segment. It was, and, and I actually really appreciate how dismissive Sting was of Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm not, he literally said, I'm not here for you. Yeah. Which I thought was great. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, you know, because Cody says, I've been waiting a very long time to be in the ring with you, Sting. Mm-hmm. And to Sting, for Sting to to respond with, I'm not here for you. I'll see you around, kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be a sucker punch for Cody. Yeah, I know. I love that. I think that's finally I mean, a year into AEW's run, I actually have some sort of sympathy for Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I like that a lot. You know, the world doesn't revolve around Co- <laughs> around Cody, and mm-hmm. he's he's learning that for once. You know. Yep. yep. Um. Um, so, yeah. the pit, the pit where Dark Order was trying to recruit Dustin to be seven, uh, that cracked me up. That was pretty damn funny. That was a pretty that great pretty throwback. Funny. That was pretty. And awesome. I love Tony's response. He's like, uh, he doesn't want to be that number. <laughs> <laughs> that was very clever. That was a very clever shout out to and his I, past. I thought the stuff with Shaq was good. Wasn't when he was uh, seven? Wasn't that when he did that like weird shoot style promo thing where mm-hmm, he said, "I'm sick mm-hmm. of being this." Yeah, when Vince, everything Vince Russo had for people in, in WCW at the time was shoot-style promos. Yep. They yep. sort of lose their effectiveness when everybody's doing it. Yep, I think that gimmick lasted a week or two. Wasn't it like a week or two? Yeah, it was yeah, not very long. It did long. not last very long. I thought even thought the Shaq stuff was pretty was pretty fun. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the Shaq stuff was short and sweet. Let's just go ahead because we're going to hit everything and we start talking about it. Uh, it started yeah. off with the Young Bucks versus uh, the Hybrid 2. Uh, before the match, we had a Young Bucks interview <clears throat> where they basically say, uh, say uh, we haven't seen or heard from Kenny in weeks, but we have his back. Uh, so, uh, But, yeah, no, this is, I mean, this is a really fun match. You get the Young Bucks, you get uh, TH2 together. Uh, this is a lot of fun. And, you know, they do the, – sometimes I guess the easiest way to start new stories – is simply by having a, it'll be interesting when fans come back and it's not the wrestlers sitting in the front row. Oh, I know. How many stories got started with people being thrown to people sitting ringside? How are, how are they going to kick off stories if the wrestlers aren't there to be thrown into? Well, ringside? I'll say this even before the empty arena era, if you will, Dynamite would occasionally have a couple seats reserved ringside for wrestlers mm-hmm. and people would be thrown into them then. Yeah. Or they'd go it to the concourse. And accidentally run into people. Yeah. yeah. Backstage. Yeah, that's not going to stop them from that. No. No. Uh, so that happened twice during this match. Once with yeah. uh, the Acclaim. Mm. And is it the Acclaimed or the Acclaim? The Acclaim. The Acclaim. Acclaim. Oh, it's, okay. Okay. And then uh, and then again with the... Uh, it was the 10 versus Dustin match, wasn't it, with Aaron Solo and 10 uh, pump kicked Aaron Solo when he was in the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was a second thing in this particular match, but maybe I'm just putting them together. I think, yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, but anyways, yeah, the uh, Young Bucks won this. So if the if the TH2 had won this, they were going to get a title shot, but they didn't even get that yes. far because the Young Bucks ended up winning this with the uh, BTE trigger on Angelica. It was, it was a really fun match, though. It was a really fun, fun match. Yeah, yeah. Really and fun. after the match, the Acclaim. 
attack the Young Bucks. SCU come down to make the save. Yep. Step about for next week. Mm-hmm. After that, we had an MJF promo. He's tired of Orange Cassidy. Wrestlers like him making a mockery of the business. He's going to retain his uh, diamond diamond dozen dynamite, ring. Dynamite. 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 Dozen. Diamond ring. Uh, after that, we had a Darby Allen video package. He's with a, a, a psychiatrist, I guess. Hey, I like this. A, this was good. Uh, a Rorschach test. He did something. It, instead <laughs> of just sort of like mopey music and, and cars on fire, uh, I kind of dug this. Yeah. So uh, the psychiatrist hold, holding up pictures. It's like, what do you see here? And it's all members of Team Taz. Um, the final one is uh, the image of uh, second. Uh, sorry, the penultimate one is someone flexing like this. He sees Brian Cage and he challenges uh, Brian Cage to a TNT title match. Says, you know, the Brian Cage isn't someone I've been dealing with just for the last few months. On uh, is the type of person I've been dealing with for the last twenty-seven years. And so he declares Brian Cage number one contender for the TNT title. And then the last image of the psychiatrist holds up is obviously Sting. <laughs> and I thought Darby's reaction to this was great. He just kind of yeah. smirks. It, it actually looked like, and I, I don't think it was for a second, but the reaction seemed very natural mm-hmm. as if somebody put that in there and didn't tell him it was in there because yeah. he sort of smirked and looked down. I thought that was a really nice little touch. I thought this was a quality, uh, uh, you know, a, re- a, really a good, good twist on his usual thing that he does. Yeah, it was good. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. So next we had a Cody interviewer, so he thought. So uh, Tony asked him about his reaction to Sting's arrival. Pretty much as soon as, as the question exited Tony's mouth, lights go down, Sting's music plays, he walks to the ring. Uh, Arn approaches him with the bike, and he's like, I just want to get a closer look to make sure this was real. Mm-hmm. He says, I know you have an agenda, Sting. I know Cody does. I'm just going to see my way out. He leaves. Still, still so much. Is this all going back to the RoboCop stuff, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's all going back to the early 90s, man. It's all going back to the RoboCop stuff. Well, I mean, I think the for- the horseman turned on Sting at least twice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And then you got the Black Scorpion thing. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> right, yeah. Tony hands the mic to Sting. Sting's like, come here. Give me a hug, Tony. He wants to hear Tony do the it's Sting thing. Tony does it. Uh, Cody then welcomes Sting back. He asked, he thanks Sting for making the save last week. He says, I want to get the point. I've been waiting to share the ring with you for a long time. And that's when King, uh, Sting says, I'm not here for you, Cody, at least not right now. There's something that makes me feel r- really familiar. And he points up to Darby sitting up at the cheap seats with that TNT mm-hmm. title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sting says, it's all come full, back, come full circle. He's back on TNT again. And then Cody goes, well, welcome back, sir. Uh, and then Sting responds that the only thing that's sure about Sting is that nothing's for sure except that he's officially signed to AEW. Plans being there for a while, long time. Plans of spend a lot of time right here. I don't know if that meant in the ring. Kind of felt that way though. Yeah, I don't know. But, that's a, that's a good point. I don't know. I just I because I, I was waiting for him to say something along those lines. Yeah. But uh, I think he just knows that he's at home. He's going to be in AEW for life. for the rest of his professional career yeah um, he says but the way i choose to play is my business he puts his arm around cody and just says see you around kid see you around Please. kid yeah and cody looked like a 10 year old cody rhodes he did yep. like you know who because... just got who got asked for his hero's autograph and was told no <laughs> yeah oh man uh we got a raid from all that's geek thank you so much Ooh. we appreciate it um Thank you very much. So after that, to counter uh, Team Taz, uh, Taz says, wait, what a special moment. How about this special moment? We're beating up on Cody and Dobby, and Tony had to sign his prize sting. And then uh, uh, Ricky Starks uh, notice or mentions that Taz's kid is now training with us and not Cody. And then Cage says, who better? Which I thought was a Canyon thing. Um, after that... Uh, hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, who did uh, the Varsity Blondes piss off to be uh, beat up by FTR? 
because, oh my God, they were stiffing the crap out of these guys. I think Varsity Blondes won their match on Dark yesterday. Um, no, I just mean like the actual match yeah. was like stiff as hell. Yeah. Like well, I mean, FTR I guess they, was roughing those guys up. In terms of kayfabe, you kind of explained that FTR is their first match post losing those tag titles. I mean, they got a little, uh, they got extra fire under them for that. That could be. In terms I don't of, know, uh, man. as far as them being, working a little snug with uh, Griff and, and Pillman Jr., I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. But yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the R. Lopez Ortiz is like rookie hazing. I don't know. I don't know uh-huh. either. I don't know either. Anyways, FTR won. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Um, hit a Dax hits Pillman with the brain buster. FTR hits Goodnight Express for the win, and then they get into a little shoving match ringside with Jurassic Express after the bout. Ah, there's number yeah story number two set up with some. Oh, uh, there you go. That's what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. With some uh, after shoving. this, I love this. Anything with Hangman Page at the bar. Uh, instant like from Larson. So uh, Marvez says you're going to be in a six man tag match next week versus Matt Hardy and Private Party, but you don't have any partners yet. And uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds pop up from behind the bar, and they are very exuberantly saying, "We will be your partners." And at first, Page says, Mm-mm, "Not going to happen." And they're like, "Well, who else do you have? You got nobody." And Page says, "Fine, it's a one time deal, though. That's it." Mm-hmm. And then Silver and Reynolds start celebrating. And Paige seems to recognize immediately that he made a huge mistake. Oh, yeah. He's he like, one-time really, deal. I'm not joining the Dark Order, period. He also really wanted to laugh. <laughs> he did. Because he kept on cracking during this. Mm-hmm. It was pretty hilarious. Uh, I imagine being around John Silver is probably a lot like that. Oh, yeah. um, after that, we had uh, Dark Order. Which one is number 10? Is that Alan Angels? Angles? No, Angles? that's uh, Alan... Preston Vance. Oh, yeah. I always forget. He's the one I was. Alan Angels is five. Number five. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, so he's taking on seven, <laughs> aka Dustin Rhodes. Um, uh, it, I sort of turned my head during this. The, the Dustin Dustin won this match. How did he win? Yeah, he did. He won to, with a bulldog. He didn't, he didn't even take a final cut. <laughs> Are you he serious? Won with a bulldog. Yeah, that's weird. It was weird. <laughs> um, so he wins the bulldog, and Uno comes out, and he's like, "I don't want to fight. Uh, your legacy spanned five decades. It's immense." And but with your name comes a lot of pressure, and let's be honest, you're the third most important roads around here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Says, but we could help you. Uh, will you take your 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 rightful place as seven in the dark order? And <laughs> Shivani, I love Shivani says, oh, he didn't want to be that number. <laughs> so Uno does the hand thing, and Dustin uh, puts his hand up like this, like he's going to turn it and do the dark order thing. I said he slaps Uno. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Uno tells the rest of Dark Order who's ringside, nope, don't get involved. Uno says, um, uh, Dustin, when you see the light, you'll come begging. Yeah. So. It'd be great if they brought back seven. Um, after that, mm-hmm. we had a... Uh, One had time, a ton- too, it's probably about sufficient. We had a... Tony. I disagree. We had an interview <laughs> uh, with Tony Schiavone, Brandy, and Shaq Daddy. <laughs> um, Shaq kayfabe's him and Jade Cargill. That's that her name. Yeah, Cargill uh, says yeah. we go back a long ways. Uh, but I didn't appreciate what she did to your arm, Brandy. Brandy says, you know what? She came into my house, came with my family. If she does it again, I'm gonna go at her again. She says, but if we settle this now, we can avoid more incidents like this. Shaq says, I just want to let you know. When I was on Twitter talking about your husband, I was just clowning around, having fun. That's me. It's who I am. So they sort of seem to settle. They they quash they shake the hands. Beef. Yeah, they shake hands. And as she leaves, Shaq says, "Hey, Brandy, watch Jade. You could use some pointers." And she's like, "Are you joking again?" He's like, "No." <laughs> and she says, she says, "I'm sick of this shit. You're an overgrown asshole," and throws Tony's water on him. It was great. And <laughs> Shaq was... gave gave like a meme worthy uh, reaction to it. He it did. Was yeah, he did. It was great. How so awesome it is it? How awesome is it? Hold on a second. How awesome is it that Michael Jordan's doing these 10-part documentaries on his legacy and place in the history of popular culture? Meanwhile, Shaq is on AEW having water thrown on his face. Shaq is great, man. He's so yeah, awesome. I know. I know. So it doesn't seem like Shaq's getting in the ring. This is all about uh, him probably coming ringside with Jade Cargill. 
I'm for that. Oh, yeah. I am for that. I think yeah, that's totally. great. That's awesome. Totally. I love Shaq. Totally. Oh, Shaq. You know, great. everything I've always heard about him, like behind the scenes, super nice guy. Like we know a guy who has worked with him a little bit. Super cool guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had the inner circle ultimatum. Uh, Jericho, they all come out. He says, listen, we all have grievances. Hager doesn't like Wardlow, vice versa. Ortiz thinks we're all assholes. Uh, MJF Santana steps in. Does, Santana didn't even bother showing up for work. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Sammy obviously hates MJF. MJF says, listen, I love everybody here, but I also understand. I've seen what people are talking about. I could be the issue here. People think on social media, I want to break this group up. I want to take it over. He says, no, I chose to join this group. I wanted to join this group to become part of the greatest faction in wrestling. I wanted Bonds, a band of brothers. He says, Sammy, I love you. And Sammy says, shut up, man. Enough of this. Screw you. And uh, Jericho says, "Uh, Max, we all saw what you did Mm -hmm. last week when you came down with the towel. Ortiz interrupts and says, listen, Wardlow and MJF, you two are great talents. As human beings, you suck. Wardlow, you're great. Don't don't stop being you. Max, he says, you're growing on me. Like a fungus, but still, you're growing on me. And I love this because there's development here. There's character mm-hmm. development, man. Mm-hmm. And it's happening over time, and that's just great stuff. Uh, so, uh, so then he turns uh, to Sammy, and this is a great bit here. He says, shake his hand. He says, I get it. But Chris chose it, and it, but in life... You don't always get to choose the hand you're dealt. Be the better man. You're better than him, and you know it. And MJF no, and almost flipped his lid. He says, "He says, Sammy, you're the better man, and he knows. He it. knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was great. And uh, he says, "Come on, shake his hand." He says, "Okay, I'll shake his hand." He says, "Chris, I trust you. I'll shake his hand." But one more thing: if anything else happens, one more thing happens, I will quit the inner circle. He is totally quitting the inner circle, by he the way. Is. He is. He's 100% That's quitting totally the inner circle. Happening. So they, I they actually half expected them to jump Sammy tonight, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know. So MJF and Sammy shake hands, and Jericho's like, this is huge. So I appreciate everybody airing their grievances. Seems like everything's cool. And then Hager pipes up. He never talks. And he's all, <laughs> this was why great. does Wardlow keep staring at me? And Wardlow's like, like what? what you You've been staring about? at me since I got to the company. And they go back and forth about staring at each other. And then Jericho has an idea. It's like, hey, let's all agree to stop staring at each other. And Hager goes, yeah, I could do that if I wanted to. I could stop at any time. I could do that. Yeah. It was great. Anyways, they agree to stop staring. Jericho says the inner circle needs to continue to build and dominate. Time to agree to the future. And MJF interrupts. Says, talks about uh, beating Cassidy in the main event. And Jericho stops and says, Max, you're ruining it. You're ruining this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So he says, everybody put it in. So they all put in their middle fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jericho shouts Inner Circle for life, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan Supernova here in chat says Wardlow isn't so bad on the mic. I know he's very natural. He's mm-hmm. he's like when you know he, he doesn't need to do a fifteen minute long promo. No. but you know when he talks, it sounds natural. His, his I even his, thought Hager was good here. I know. You know, sometimes less is more. When he's not shouting about the Rolling Stone, maybe he's okay. So can you imagine, like, if he he probably got that script, man. He's probably like, what the hell? Is the, what, the Rolling Stones? What? What do you want me to do? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I missed this entire FTR Tully oh, interview. Okay. What was what was this? This was pretty I, quick. Yeah. So Cash just takes the takes the responsibility for losing those tag titles. You know, he tried to do a high-flying thing, cost the match. And Tully says, well, you can't do that because I wasn't there. Um, you can't take all the responsibility. When we're together, we're invincible. And Dax made some analogy about a dog's Dodge Stratus and a 82 Ford Bronco. Mm. They're the Bronco. Uh, says the best tag team on the planet. Getting those tag titles back is their goal. Okay. Cars. That's about it. It was pretty quick. After that, this was interesting. Uh, Archer, because apparently Pac is back home or something. Uh, and Penta and Phoenix teamed up against uh, Kingston, the Butcher, and the Blade. This was a fun match. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. The what's his face? The blade has some really terrific chops. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, but <laughs> Archer yeah. comes out and does a does a running cross body over the ropes to take out the entire. I wish the can I wish the TV was direction amazing. was a bit better because he comes in. You just see him like start to like shoo Phoenix and Penta away, 
well, the thing is, they, he does he does those little those little stutter steps like I do when I start to bowl, you know. Yeah, and then those like they cut to like a longer shot, and you just see what's going on. And he's just like bowling over everybody. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. Um, early on, the butcher suplexes Pentagon through the timekeeper table. Uh, Penta selling injury. He's escorted to the back. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the butcher is dropping Phoenix with a fun splash. Phoenix is isolated for a good stretch. Um, Archer eventually gets a hot tag. Um, uh, Jake distracts the blade. Archer hits him after getting worked over for a bit with the German suplex. Phoenix gets the hot tag. Then he goes on a run, takes out Eddie with a suicide dive. That looked rough. He gets back mm-hmm. in the ring and eats the uh, butcher and the blade's finish. Kingston family gets the win. Afterwards, uh, Archer comes uh, in and just lays everybody out. He tries to hit Blade with a blackout. Butcher uh, saves Blade. So it doesn't seem like this whole thing is over. This is going to lead to an Archer versus Eddie one-on-one bout, I would imagine. That seems to be where it's going, yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, after that, Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill uh, attack. Uh, they're attacking Red Velvet backstage. Some mm-hmm. faces come in to help, and then some Serena more heels come in. Do, yeah. yeah, and then Ivelisse and uh, Diamante come to. to it's pile pretty quickly on. broken up too. Yeah. After that, we had more women's division action with uh, Abaddon and uh, Tesha Price. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a pretty is quick match. Something that kind of is. I've noticed. You've probably noticed it too. Why is it that they only promote heels during women's division matches? Given that their women's division is like the thing that they really don't do very well, doesn't it stand a reason that the women who are fans of AEW appreciate the men's stuff because they actually do like tag team stuff and like the men's division pretty well? Like I every single women's division match, yeah, they promote heels, but they never do it during any of the other stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. That's I don't, a good like, point. I don't get that. It's weird. Like, you know, Archer comes out, promote heels. Eddie Kingston comes out. Promote I'm sure heels. women like Eddie Kingston. Just saying. No, that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this is a really quick match. Abaddon dominated, hits a, a backpack stunner, uh, gets the win. And then she just keeps on beating down Tesha Price after the match. And Hikaru Shida comes out to the stage with a kendo stick. And I like that she <laughs> went to the stage, yeah. took a breath, yeah. like steeled herself, uh-huh. gets in the ring, and just whacks Abaddon over the head with a kendo stick. Yeah. Right square on the like at the top of her forehead. Ouch. And so Abaddon bumps. Uh-huh. And then does the Undertaker sit-up thing after uh, Shida gets Tesha out of the ring. And then uh, Tesha and Shida, they just get the hell out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did a good job of really, I mean, like with Abaddon's entrance, they brought the lights down a bit more. They're doing a pretty good job in, in a short amount of time on Dynamite, at least, in, in terms of building up <laughs> Abaddon as love that she something coughs. to be legit scared of. She hacks up a bunch of blood oh on, the, on the stage coming out. It's so gross. It is. <laughs> it's so gross. After that, we had a Jericho interview. Uh, he says, yes, we're all on the same page. Even Sammy agreed to continue. He mm-hmm. says that's why they're joining MJF and Wardlow ringside tonight to make sure MJF retains the dynamite diamond ring against Orange Cassidy, and that's a guarantee. And when he said that, I was like, all right, MJF is losing. And if the best friends hadn't gone backstage to get the uh, AEW dark players, it might have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
But first we had Kenny Omega landing in a helicopter, a la Lex Luger. Uh, and uh, Callus sort of, to kick things off, he sort of uh, very condescendingly uh, says, Hey, Tony Khan, I hope you learned your first lesson. Uh, welcome to wrestling, kid. Uh, he says, I heard that hell froze over last night because you are on impact last night. Then I just have here, he reiterated what he said last night. That took it a little while. It was virtually the same thing. It was virtually the same thing. The the backstory. Yeah. It was a truncated version, but he hit a lot of the same beats basically verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um, Omega added, I guess, a somewhat new wrinkle. Because uh, Callis talked about how this isn't like a, a short-term plan. They've hatched this, something that's gone back, I think, on impact. He said 27 years when he first met Kenny. Um, and Omega says, you know, he never went to Tony Khan to beg him to give his friends the job um instead he said he plotted and planned for a year and and, and more than anyone else has in AEW he pulled off his plot mm-hmm. um, and then he says his match against box last week was a seven star classic more than that his performance and his performance that everyone watching fell for it and if he didn't I don't care the one person that I needed to fall for it was Mox and Mox fell for it and then and Kenny's like yeah I used the mic but no one kicks out of the one winged angel anyway. So that was, was actually like, yeah, the I, one part that I was like, oh, that's a cool line right there. Yeah. Um, Kenny says there's 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 so much more coming. He's like, there's so much more I want to talk about. And Don interrupts. He's like, no, just just do the thing. And so Kenny does the good night and a uh, uh, goodbye bang thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, announced for next week, we get Cody versus Angelico. We get Hangman Page and the Dark Order taking on uh, Hardy Party, Matt Hardy and Private Party, the Acclaimed, ver- the Acclaimed versus SCU. We get Serena Deeb versus, and, uh, and Swole versus Ivelisse and Diamante. And they also announced the holiday schedule. So on 23rd, December 23rd, it's Christmas Bash or something like that. And then there's a two-night New Year's edition, two New Year's edition. So on uh, December 30th, Jericho's going to be on commentary. And then on January 6th, same night as New Year's Evil, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg is going to be a special guest. Oh, my guest. God. Wow, that's cool. Didn't see that. That's awesome. That's uh, fantastic. After that, we had uh, MJ. Wow, that's, boy. You know, that's the one thing everybody's talking about with Snoop Dogg and the uh, the Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. Was great on commentary. Was commentary. Gee whiz. Good job, Tony Khan. Got his finger on the, uh, on the pulse. I know. Well, there's also Snoop Dogg's on the, the, the game show that Cody's on, too. Um, oh, that's right. Well, it's a great big show. After that, we, we had our main event. event, MJF versus Orange Cassidy for the uh, the ring. Diamond ring, yes. And, yeah, this was, you know, as as per usual with uh, uh, big matches like this, uh, kind of overbooked goofiness. I really liked the uh, the spin on the Eddie Guerrero trick. With the baseball yeah. bat, I that was good. That, <laughs> that was great. So, like, there's a bit where uh, MJF he's got Floyd, um, the bat, and uh, he throws it to the the ref is distracted by a brawl going on on the outside. Mm-hmm. So he gets the bat, he throws it to Orange Cassidy, and he does like a big bump to make it look like when the ref turns around, Orange Cassidy has hit him with the bat. The ref doesn't turn around because he's so distracted. So Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy just sort of stands there, puts his hands in his pocket, gives him the uh, or throws the bat to him. No, he just I think the bat's just on the ground, and, and he ta- does a bump. Up, yeah. yeah, MJF picks it back up. Orange Cassidy does a bump. The ref sees that, but he doesn't throw out, uh, throw out the match or anything like that. He just he just the takes bat. the bat from MJF. Yeah, exactly, and that allows uh, 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 Orange Cassidy to uh, to get uh, probably the beach break. I think yeah, that was the beach break part. Um, but yeah, there was, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff in this match. There was the, uh, that springboard senton that orange Cassidy almost overshot oh, the hell out of. Yeah, oh my that God. Great. That, that looked like it might've been hurt. Well, just like the, the story being told me that MJF likes to work the arm anyways, cause that's his finish is that a uh, Fujiwara mm. arm bar and early on yeah. orange Cassidy uh, ends up an orange punch in the ring post and MJF going after that, that hand and that arm was great. Some of the stuff mm-hmm. he was doing to work the arm was fantastic. And orange did a pretty good job, uh, of selling uh, that his arm was compromised at uh, one point. So, co- of course, the the entire inner circle comes down with MJF for the bout. At one point, Best Friends goes backstage, comes back with Varsity Blondes, Brandon Cutler, Top Flight, to kind of even the odds. And then towards the end, there's like, a, as you mentioned, a huge brawl that breaks out ringside that leads to the bat spot. Um, and then uh, after that, MJF's punching Cassidy's hand, snaps his fingers, 
Cassie hits him with the orange punch, gets it to Cassie, hits another orange punch, but too close to the ropes. Wardlow puts uh, MJF's uh, foot on the ropes. A huge, massive brawl breaks out. Uh, Miro does the thing where he sprints down the stage, leaps over the ropes, lays out Orange with the clothesline. MJF just turned over, covers him for the win. Best friends go after Miro and Kip. Security comes out and breaks it up. And Miro proceeds to lay out basically all the security guards. He lawn darts one guy off the yeah. stage, basically. Yeah. Um, bunch of clotheslines. The show ends with him and Kip posing on stage. Miro's got a foot on one security guard's uh, face. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. this segment did a lot more in terms of establishing Miro as like a real threat than uh, everything he's done the weeks that has preceded it. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he's looked good for a couple weeks now. Now um, they just need to do something with the storyline so it's actually consistent instead of him worrying about video games and such. Yeah, keep him away from the video game stuff. That would be my suggestion. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and answer some questions. I have a Patreon thread up here. Funny side note, as we were talking about Snoop Dogg, according to everybody in chat, WWE has removed the Undertaker Snoop Dogg shirt. <laughs> there is no more Undertaker Snoop Dogg shirt. That didn't take long. No, it, well, I, wow. I don't know if that if that, if that was a thing for tonight. Uh, oh, because release as it was. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Uh, David Matushek. If AEW does indeed buy Impact, would you hold a moratorium? You mean like a memorial? Like he means a memorial. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I'll just be happy I got my Impact Wrestling shirt when I did. Yeah. Be a real collector's item then. <laughs> I like that Snoop Dogg Undertaker shirt. Yeah, our Lopez Ortiz loved the idea of Cody being upset that his favorite wrestler ever showed up to AEW for someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be great. heartbreaking for Cody. I don't know. He still seemed really tickled when Sting said, see around, kid. He still seemed really tickled. I think it was more like his favorite wrestler didn't deny him an autograph. It's as if his favorite wrestler gave him an autograph, which is still mm-hmm. something that a little kid would love. He See, seemed I tickled. Felt like, I, I kind of felt like it was he was tickled that Sting took that tack with him, but it still hurt him. <clears throat> he got big dogged, of course. He did. He did. Uh, Punk's not dead, says... Do you think due to his age and neck issues should Sting only do cinematic matches that there is way less danger? It's not up to me to decide. I'm sure that they are going to take the appropriate medical precautions, although that hasn't really been the case before. I hope they take an overabundance of caution. Maybe the Matt Hardy, Doc Samson stuff was a good uh, wake-up call in advance of Sting showing up. Hope so. Uh, we got a new sub from. I'm uh, sorry if I if I get the name wrong. I think it's Koipo. Mm. K U U I P O, one two zero seven. Thank you very Apologies much. Apologies if the name wrong. Thank you for the sub. Thank you for the sub. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan. Oh, this is a good. This is a good little Easter egg here. Don Callis said his plan with Kenny Omega began 27 years ago. Darby Allen said his feud with Brian Cage essentially began 27 years ago because he's been dealing with people like that mm-hmm, his entire mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said, how many more storylines will use the 27 years timeline? That's probably just a coincidence, but... Uh, so the a- AEW really was, was birthed 27, 1983? AEW? Well, sorry. I mean, like that's 27 years ago. It was 1983. Wasn't the first Starcade in 1983? Wait, 27 years ago? Yeah, 27 years. It'll be 1983. Or 1993. Sorry, 1993. Yeah, sorry. We're old, man. We're old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, no, I think Darby was talking about how old with AEW, I, I don't think that anything is a coincidence anymore, man. They've been really good at that kind of stuff, you know? They have been. They have yeah, been. maybe they'll do some weird, I don't know, something with the Galactic, Galactic Federation, maybe? maybe? Maybe they showed up 27 years ago. That could be. In 1983. 1993. <laughs> Nielsen. Since Cage has mentioned Canyon and Mysterio were his favorite wrestlers. That yeah, who, who better? better? Who better than Canyon? And I remember Mysterio saying that a lot, too. 
Dero Hayes, do you think Sting will win a championship? And if so, which one or both? No, he's not going to win a championship. Dude, that TNT title seems like it has Sting written all over it. Maybe. TNT yeah, I guess so. To Sting, agree. Man. TNT title for Sting. Uh, Flats, best friendos ran and got help when outnumbered. What other really plot hole wrestling trope would you like to see AEW get rid of? Wait, what was the trope? I'm sorry. That you're outnumbered and you go and get backup. I don't really know if that's a wrestling trope. I just kind of feel like that's, you know, if, if you have the prospect of going to be in a fight and you're outnumbered, you go and you find backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. I wouldn't want to do this. Pacific Caleb says, book a triple threat between Shaq, Sting, and Cody. It'd have to be cinematic for one thing. Yeah. Um, tie in. Do this. It's got to be goofy as hell because Shaq is in it. You tie in. What is he on the board of Papa John's? Mm-hmm. Papa John's and State Farm because they're the big sponsor of AEW. You bring in Jake from State Farm. Um, Good. Is that that's the that's the new guy's name, right? Jake. His yeah, name yeah. is Jake, also, right? I think okay. it was, wasn't it always Jake. It was always Jake before. It was a different Jake. Now it's a new Jake. Yeah. Who people seem to like more than old Jake? That lady mm-hmm. just yell at old Jake. I know people like new Jake because he hooks them up. And then you get you can get Aaron Rodgers involved in Chris Paul too because they do commercials for State Farm. There you go. You rope Especially all Chris those Paul guys because in. the NBA is on TNT. TNT. Exactly, I knew that. And they know drama, so it has to be a cinematic match. Really, what you do is what's a okay? So Space Jam is coming up mm-hmm. with the uh, Looney. Is it the Looney Tunes? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. and all them. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. a crappier version of Looney Tunes? Like, is there a bootier version? Like, you can't nothing Disney, obviously, because Disney's like good. The only other animation studio I could think of is like Hanna Barbera, but some of their stuff was actually really good. Yeah, no, but Hanna-Barbera, they're like the, uh, you know, they had Yogi Bear. So it'd be like Space Jam, but put Yogi Bear in there. Okay. And the Jetsons and the Flintstones. Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Space Ghost is great. Coast to Coast is great. Uh, Papa Rican, I would have put FTR and uh, Varsity Blondes on Dark and have an extra women's match tonight. No, I like the FTR match. I like when I get to see people actually <laughs> you like beating to see him people get, up. Get stiffed. Did you see Feldman land on his neck? Damn. God damn. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh oh, great question. Mayor of Planet Houston. Once the number one great name. Once the vaccine is out. And it's safe to go in the world. Things are normal again. Where's the first place you'd like to go see a wrestling show? I want something first small. First place we would go? Yeah, I want something small. Yeah, it'd be like an SPW show or something like that. Like November of 2021, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. We'll go to... No, you know what? You know what we do? 
What is that place called? PCW Ultra? Yeah, it's in Southern California. With the Enforcer. All right. We'll go. We'll do that. Okay. Uh, J Mart. If Tessa would have joined AEW and all her drama didn't Shop follow. Shop J Mart. Says if Tessa would have joined AEW and all her drama didn't follow, it'd be money. Uh, yeah, that's a big if, though, isn't it? That's a massive if. That's a really big if. Uh, Jorge D says the AEW women's segments are very predictable. Always happens at the six twenty to six thirty mark. Yeah. Always happens then. Yeah. Promote yep. AEW heels and goes directly to commercial break and lasts around five minutes. Yeah, they've been given that spot. Moses supposes has an interesting question. He says, how excited are you for Shaq versus Brandy? Have we overlooked the obvious, Larson? Are they setting up Shaq versus Brandy? I don't know, man. Intergender action? I don't know. Brandy. Brandy, I'm coming for you, Brandy. Dangham <laughs> <laughs> uh, Q with Snoop Dogg. This is, I could already answer this. No, Snoop Dogg announced for AEW, does the WWE punish Sasha Banks? No. 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 Uh-oh. Let me ask you something. Is Lana being punished? Being no. Put through all they're those trying tables? to build her up as a, like a baby face. No. They're trying to build her up as a baby face. It's yeah. easy to say that. Oh, they're putting her through tables. But she's on TV. She's in a prominent story where she's probably going to eventually get. Yeah. Well, she's getting a, her and Oscar getting a woman's uh, tag title shot, which they'll lose. Seems like. Probably. But she'll get the, the win next week over Nia Jax in a one-on-one bout. Hey, that tag title match. That tag title match is going to come down to the day of the show, you know. Vince oh, yeah. might think right now that like it's going to go, it's going to go to Shayna and uh, Nia. He might decide mm-hmm. the day of the show to turn that. That's one of oh, those yeah. things where. You oh know. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, oh, some yeah. things are like that, but that's totally one of those things. They might pull the trigger and give the the titles to. They, so I mean, they possible. still might want to sl- separate Shayna from if if Oscar takes on Shayna at the Rumble, they might not want her to be a tag champion, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dark Shadow Zake, so Blood and Guts might be Sting, Darby, and Cody versus Team Taz. Mm-mm. Y'all need to let go of Blood and Guts, man. That is not coming back. That's my bold prediction. Uh, blood and Guts ain't coming point. back. Ain't but coming there's back. not there's not a storyline right now that I feel like is leading to Blood and Guts. It might come back at some point. Not not a chance. Uh, Dog Authority figure. Oh, this is a good one. Well, it would be a good one. If AEW started a mixed match challenge type tournament, what are some pairings you'd like to see and who wins the whole thing? I'd want it to be like a lethal lottery thing. So it's not like Cody and Brandy together and uh, the yeah. Blade and the Bunny together. But you would have to have Stu Grayson and Anna Jay together. Uh, Given their dynamic on uh, being the elite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They'd happen to get chosen together. Yeah. Um, uh, John Silver and Brandy. Okay. I want to see that. Um, I get the feeling that Miro could, could have a lot of fun with uh, Ikaru Shida. He okay. could try to make her laugh. Okay. I could see that being the case. Okay. That's good. Who's, Who, uh, who's somebody that uh, the Hangman Page can tag with? Abaddon. Good. That's good. <laughs> That'd be great. It's good. Uh, Tony V, so you said Everrise is the most AEW team in NXT, but who's the most oh, NXT team in AEW? What a great question. Uh, probably LAX. That's probably why they haven't mm-hmm. had a lot of matches in AEW. Yeah. I could yeah. totally see LAX and NXT. I could mm-hmm. totally see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, last question here on the Patreon from Steve Klein. Should the Dark Order have their own YouTube show? No, they should just keep that seven minutes they have. I mean, they're, the they're anchoring being the elite right now. Yeah, yeah. Adrian, Adrian C., are we supposed to forget that Sheeta pulled Nyla Rose up on an attempted pin back at full gear? Was she supposed to turn heel? Is that over, or did they not know where they were going with that? I always thought that was kind of an odd thing. Yeah. I mean, especially given that she, I don't, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I think that maybe she just wanted to add a little bit of something else to her character during that particular match, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Some hubris, some arrogance. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Jorge D, besides the obvious people like Moose and Motor City Machine Guns, who from Impact would you want to see on AEW? Confused Cowboy? Oh, yeah, man. give me a Joe Doring versus a Hangman Page match. 
on uh, on uh, on on Power Rank this week, I had literally like twenty suggestions. I don't know if it's twenty. It's maybe about ten. Maybe about ten. Who me? I have the slips. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, you have. It was it twenty? Count them up. Hold on, I threw them away. Let me dig through my garbage. All right, Dex Guns asked if Brody Lee didn't return to AEW, do you think the Dark Order would will still be popular? Yeah, because John Silver's still in it. Uh, yeah, but didn't I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question, actually. John Silver's great, but they, yeah, I, I think they probably would have had their their breakout moments. Where's all my damn uh, This is a good question from I'm just trying to do something. So Adam Page is going to be on a long road back towards Kenny. What pay-per-view would it finally happen at? Should be it all out. They weren't even in my garbage. They were sitting right next to me. No. I feel like it should be all out. That's when they broke up. That's when they lost the tag titles. That's when Kenny allowed Page to fall on his face. So in about nine months' time. Wait, what was the question? When should uh, 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 Page... Beat Kenny for that title. November, I'm saying all out. November of 2021. When's all out? August of 2021? Or September. Uh, Labor Day September. weekend. September. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's early September. Yeah, there'll be fans then. Uh, Gareth asks, will Kenny show up at Triple Mania this weekend? He's scheduled. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Oliva, is Penta supposed to be on the card this weekend? It's being reported he is legit hurt. He, I believe he and Phoenix had a match at Triple Mania. I didn't know anything about him actually being... I just figured that was a, a, a work. To... to uh, well, 14 oh. anyways. I had 14. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways. You got any more? Um, so Are you trying to get the... It, Pentastore. Yeah, reference. Apparently, uh, Bodyslam.net is saying that Pentagon suffered a leg injury while training a few weeks ago, and that spot was designed to keep him out of action. You see the Pentagon action figure? Holy crap! It looks great. Yeah, it looks great. It's All the tongue sticking ones out. Are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Supernova, Kenny, and Mox definitely have a rematch, right? When will it take place? What's the next pay per view? Revolution. Then. They don't do rematches. I'm going to say no, they're not going to have a rematch. Given how Mox lost, I would not be surprised. I think they're, how they're trying to frame this as like this massive screw job. Yeah, they are framing it that way. Um, I get the feeling Mox will come back with a head full of steam, trying to get back at Kenny, and then he'll get sidetracked somehow, some way. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah. It's got to be a, 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 a huge enough name to make it seem like, well, okay, maybe Mox would get sidetracked by this individual. Yeah, Miro. Like if Kenta shows up, that makes sense. Well, that's going to happen. But in if, the it's, other place. if it's if it's if it's Lance Archer for the fifth time, <laughs> I'm not really going to buy that. I love Lance Archer. I think he's great. What do you got against Lance Archer? Nothing. I'm of the two of us. I'm top Lance Archer fan. You really think without that? a doubt? Yes. What's his real name? Is it Lance Hoyt? Is that his real name? <laughs> Why are you asking me? I'm not a fan. <laughs> I know you're not. I was tricking you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Put some confidence behind that. Lance Hoyt. Damn it. <laughs> you know if that's his real name. <laughs> uh, what was that ta tattoo he had on his lower back? What was that? Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, his real name is Lance Hoyt. Take that. Yeah, good job. Well done. You've passed my test. I am number one fan. <laughs> You're number one fan. Oh man. Uh Jorge D mentions uh, there's a fourteen man tag match set for next week. Yeah, the Tony Entire inner circle versus top flight, cutler, varsity blondes, and best friendos. His real name is Art Vandalay, according to <laughs> Gold Steel X. All right, do we have any more questions, Larson? Uh, yeah, we can be we can be done. That's fine. All right, we're done. Thanks everybody for tuning in Twitch chat. Stick around for a sec. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade 
live power rank, vintage 10 for the wins, and ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.